0: teach unction to preach. Open our hearts to receive your word. Let this word bring transformation, illumination and a massive information that will increase our effectiveness as members of your church. Father, I pray for an unction upon my life to be able to preach in Jesus name. Amen. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering. Oh your claps should be stronger. And please take your seat. Last week, the same time I began a teaching I could not finish. But today I'm going to trust God to do my best to finish. Somebody say, oh Lord, help pastor. So last week I began a teaching on the 10 types of people or 10 types of members every pastor needs in church. And I clarified it by saying that these are not the people who should come to church. No. These are the types of people every church member must strive to become. So you come in as raw material or as just a normal Christian. But you must strive to get to that level where you are at least one of this type. So, it's not like there will be a bouncer at the gate so that when you come and you are not one of them, they throw you out. No. Every church member must become one of these in order for the church to grow and become strong in order to win more souls. So, today I begin with this scripture, Ephesians chapter 4, verse 11 to 12. Quickly. Ephesians chapter 12, verse 11 to 12. The Bible said, and he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and some teachers. Verse 12, let's read it very loud together. One to go. That's not loud enough. One to go. So the reason why God Jesus, when he was living the earth in bodily form. He gave the church, apostles, prophets, pastors, evangelists, teachers, is for these offices to empower and translate ordinary church members to become doers of the ministry. He said, for the perfecting of the saints. So the saints are not perfect, but these gifts are to work on them in order to make them meet for the work of the ministry. So a pastor, I am called to empower you, to prepare you, to perfect you, to fit the work of the ministry. So how do you become a perfect fitting for the work of the ministry? You need to allow yourself for the messages of your pastor to transform you until you can receive the word and pattern your life consciously after the word, you will yield no resource with the application of the word. The word must be applied. We must do it. We must experience the word. The word of God must not just be written. So the pastor has been called to empower you to transform an ordinary Christian to become a servant of God. Can I hear a big amen? amen? So in Colossians chapter 4 verse 17, Colossians chapter 4 verse 17, the Bible said, and say to archipus, take heed to the ministry which thou hast received in the Lord, that thou fulfill it. Every Christian New Testament believer has received a ministry from the Lord. And that ministry can only be manifested when the vessel is nurtured to know how to fulfill that ministry. No New Testament believer is without a ministry. Ministry is not church. Ministry simply means service. When we say you are called into ministry, it doesn't mean that we are going to buy you new designer suits, And No, ministry simply means service. So, every believer has a service to render to the kingdom of God. It takes the pastor, the prophet, the apostle, the evangelist, the teacher to be able to mold this believer to fit the assignment. And that is why I'm saying that there are 10 types of church members That if every pastor gets, including me, every church will be strong. We started looking at the 10 types of people last week. We looked at the first one to be the people who labor in prayer. We looked at people who have great zeal. And we looked at people who have great faith. Faith in Christ, faith in the church, and faith in the pastor. I will not go over it. I'm moving straight to point number four. Hallelujah. Point number four. So number four types of church members we need as pastors. The type of a church member you should become is members or are members who are patient with pastors. A church member who is patient with leadership. Many New Testament Christians and charismatic Christians are impatient with their pastors. They are impatient with the church. They want certain things at certain times with the churches they belong to. And you must not be such a Christian. Because if you become impatient, you cannot get good things in life. You must learn to be a church member who is patient with your pastor. I will show you. 1 Thessalonians chapter 1 verse 3. 1 Thessalonians chapter 1 verse 3. Remembering without season your work of faith and labor of love and patience of hope in our Lord Jesus Christ in the sight of God and our Father. So, remembering without season your work of faith, number one, your labor of love, number two. You can't work without patience. You can't labor without patience. And patience of hope in Christ Jesus. Patience of hope. If you don't have patience as a church member that your church this church this pastor is going somewhere God is taking the church somewhere God is taking the ministry of pastor somewhere you cannot be loyal and faithful to your pastor and the church You must be patient with the church You must be patient with your pastor because it takes patience to make great things happen. Look at how long it takes for a baby to be formed in the womb. Patience. You don't go to the hospital and say you are pregnant then tomorrow you are expecting to go and give birth. No. You have to wait for nine to ten months. In fact, it's ten months full term 40 weeks patience you get to a point you cannot even walk normal you have to walk patiently because you are in hope of expectation that a baby will be born to you one day you must be patient with the church you are in and the pastor God has given to you as a new testament believer you must learn to be patient as a church member. Be patient. You come, maybe the car park attendance people did not instruct you well, you get angry, you leave the church. No. You come, the choir did not sing well one Sunday, then you judge them, and then, then you leave the church. No, you are not a Christian. You come, sound is not good. Did you Is sound going to take you to heaven? (laughs) No, you must be patient with your pastor, you must be patient with your church because your church is not different from other churches, it is growing, and anything that is growing will have challenges. So, if you are not patient with your church. You will be roaming from church to church, church to church, but you see, your church is also Zion, the place of God. If you are not patient, you will be roaming through everybody's church. And you have nothing to show because a tree does not bear fruit by moving from one soil to the other. It bears fruit. It can only bear fruit. When it is planted and patiently waiting for its season. I thought you are clapping. I need you to be patient with this church and with me. He said, for your patience of hope. What is your, your hope that God, what, what are your expectations of this church? Where is God taking this church in your spirit? Where? I mean, you you have to have patience to see greatness in people. Your pastor will not remain like this. In fact, he has never been like this throughout. Eight years ago, this is not how I preach. I keep getting better. The church keeps getting better. If you are not patient, you will leave what should have benefited you. I read a story of um, Ethophil's former girlfriend. He said he has, she regretted leaving the guy. Maybe she was not patient. You have to be patient because sometimes the church you are planted in the day you leave it to another place. You may never survive in the kingdom. Not that you will die. But you see You will not be accountable to people. You must learn to be patient. A woman, if you are a young lady staying with your parents and you are in a hurry to marry and leave the house, you are likely to make a mistake. You must be patient for your season to come. There is a season for you. Your visitation has a season. And if you are not patient, We just need grace and oil. My blessing has not come on. I'm leaving the church. I think my blessing is not here. My blessing is somewhere. No. You are not patient. Why is it that I am patient with you, but you are not patient with me? Why is it that the church is patient with you, but you are not patient with the church? Yes. On Saturday, I went to officiate an engagement. The person used to be in this chair uh, two years and two years now, I'm back on Bassa. Then she just appears and comes to tell me that oh, she's going to have an engagement a week, like she's telling me today, a week after she's doing engagement. So she's, she's come to inform me. She was struggling. I said, No do you have any pastor coming to officiate for you? Pastor, no. I said, I'll be there. She was shocked. Because I'm patient. I understand the errors of people. Because a church member did not apply to join your church. The person came. So it takes patience for you to see something great in somebody. I drove to Mankesim to officiate the engagement and came back and came to preach on Sunday. So if the church can be patient with you, you must be patient with the church. You must be patient with the church. There are some members, they'll go for some programs, they'll go and listen to them and they'll buy the message CD and come and give to their pastor. Pastor, you have to listen to this one. Don't try it here. <laughs> you will you, you take your thing back. Be <laughs> patient. You don't jump from one to ten. Every growing church needs patient church members. If you are impatient, you can never build anything great in your life. Write it down. If you are impatient, you can never build anything great in your life. You can never. You can never build anything great if you are impatient. Whether in marriage, whether in finances, whether in your academic life, whether in business, if you are impatient, you start business two years, one year, you want to get profit. You won't get it. It's not possible. The money you get must enter back into the business. If you are impatient, you can't build anything great. The fact that Jesus was born in the manger doesn't mean that he has a manger ministry. No. He had a kingdom. You must be patient with this church. You must be that kind of church member who is patient. He's patient. Give us some time. Give us space to grow. Give us space to grow. The disciples followed Jesus because they were patient with him. You must, you must follow with patience, not with haste. When you follow with haste, Mephibosheth will fall out of your hand and his limbs will be broken. You must follow with patience. Something may not be going right. It doesn't mean you should step out. You must be patient because we are made up of human beings in the church, not angels. Human beings who are evil and full of deficiencies. So you must be patient with everybody in the church. I'm preaching. This is quiet. I'm preaching. Your faithfulness to this church will yield for you one day. Yes, it will yield for you one day. One day you will need the church. And the church you build is the church that will stand with you. The altar you build is the altar that fights for you. You should be... you, 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 You must... Plan in life to always be part of something great that is being built. Yeah, something great that is being built. James chapter 1, verse 1 to 5, quickly. I need to speed up. James, a servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ to the twelve tribes which are scattered abroad, greeting My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations. So as a church member, you are going to fall into diverse temptations. Instrumentalists, I was talking to a pastor. He was talking about how his instrumentalists have left him because he doesn't have money to pay them and they've joined a very nice big church and they've promised them monies. He was worried. So who is going to play instruments for him? Temptations will come for you to leave the church. Stop following. But I say, count it all joy when you fall in diverse temptation. Knowing this, that that the trying of your faith worketh patience, but let patience have her perfect work that ye may be perfect and entire one thing so. The working of patience in our lives is to bring us to a point where we will lack nothing. I see that thing happening to you. I see that thing happening to this church in the mighty name of Jesus. You must be patient. You must be patient. If you are not patient you will never enter into manifestation. Elijah was patiently following Elijah you go here, you serve him, you go here, he was still following him, patiently at the end of the day, he came back with an evidence I see you having an evidence as a church member of this ground, you will have an evidence to show the faithfulness of the Lord, celebrate God with a good clap in this house that clap is not good it should be faster number five Members who will not do evil to the pastors. Members who will not do evil to the pastors. Five type of, the fifth type of church members is that members who will not do evil to the pastors. 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 14 to 15. 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 14 to 15. Alexander the compassmate did me much evil the Lord reward him according to his words mercy of whom be thou where also for he has greatly withstood our words he resisted the ministry of Paul he stood Luther. He, uh, he, he, he did at, at Luther against the ministry of Paul Pastors don't need people in their churches. I don't need people here who will resist the ministry. Yeah. He withstood. Give me another version. Quickly, 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 quickly. Please be alive. We have a lot to do. He said, Be careful of him for he fought against everything we said. Pastors don't want people like this. In the church, they retard the spirit of the church, they retard the growth of the church, they muddy, they confuse the language in the church. They fought against. Don't be a church member who fights against the ministry of the church or the ministry of the pastor. Pastors do not need people who oppose their leadership and teachings. After teaching then you see you can gather and you say this is, this is me. I don't know. I mean I don't believe. don't believe. Don't follow the pastor. You are diluting. You are giving. You see the light must have one direction for it to have an impact. You don't, die, you, you don't disperse the rays. Pastors Paul was offended with Alexander the compass Smith. it is normal. It is normal for Paul to be angry with Allah because he was he was he was opposing the ministry of Pastor Paul. Pastors don't need people who, who will do them evil. Pay them with evil for good. pay them with ingratitude for the good they've done for them. Pastors do not need people, who despise them and their efforts. They don't need, the word is need. Yeah. You need two eyes to look normal. You don't need three eyes. So that means pastors don't need people who despise them and despise their work and compare them with others. If you do that, you are unwise according to the Bible. Am I preaching? Paul's ministry suffered greatly because Alessandra the copper smith opposed the teachings of Paul. You go and listen to some message then you come and counter, you go and listen to, no, this type of lesson we don't need them. We don't need them. This man spoke ill of Paul's ministry publicly and secretly and attacked the the message of Paul leading to a general opposition in the temple. He was able, no he was influential so he was able to influence some people in the church and they raised an opposition to the message of Paul. So Paul said, Alexander the compassmate he has done me much evil. Pastors don't need people who will do them much evil. No pastor needs an Alexander the Copper Smith in his ministry. Don't be one of them. Don't be, I believe Alexander the Copper Smith was influenced by a certain friend called Demetrius. Because this Demetrius was a very great silversmith in town and he was producing the, 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 the items for idol worship in the community. Then Paul came to the church or came to the community and began to preach. So though Alexander was in the church, he had small, small contract. Because he's a copper smith. He has small, small contract from this great silversmith. smith. So as Paul has come. And he's preaching a message about the Holy Spirit about eternal life. He was closing down the business of the metals. So the metals called to a meeting and influenced Alexander the Compassmate that opposed your influencer. Compassmates were very rich at that time. They produced all kinds of ornaments, vessels, swords, so seals. So he started working against the ministry of Paul. May it not be said that you are an Alexander the coppersmith in this church. Your amen is suspicious. Acts chapter 19 verse 25 to 27. Quickly. Whom he called together with the workmen of like occupation and said, Sir, we know that by this craft we have our wealth. So you see, their, their, their wealth was in the business. And Paul had come. He said, moreover, ye see and hear that not only at Ephesus but also throughout all Asia this Paul has persuaded and turned away much people saying that there be no gods which are made with hands. 27. So that not only this our craft is in danger to be set at naught but also that the temple of the great goddess Dinah should be despised and her magnificence should be destroyed, whom all Asia and the world worship. There are people in church who will instigate rebellion for their own personal reason. but you will not know. Pastors don't need such people. And you should not become easily misled by any Alexander or Demetrius in the church. Pastors don't need people who will do them evil. Leadership don't need people who will do them evil. We need loyal, faithful, committed, genuine people who have come because they love Jesus, they want to serve God, they want to, part, they want to be part of what God is doing in the church, and they will contribute to the progress of the church. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering. He lost his heart for the kingdom work, so he was easily corrupted. He was part of the church, But because of his association with money, his money business was about to die, he worried Paul. He disturbed Paul. He did evil to Paul. May you not be identified as a member who does evil to pastor in the name of Jesus. Hold fast to the belief you have in Christ, in the church, and in your pastor. Because people, there is a heavy attack on pastors. The devil is trying to paint every pastor to be black. Because he knows the rules that the, the pastors have been called to function in, in the church. Without a pastor, there is no church. So if the devil can bring mistrust between the people and the pastors, there will be no strong churches. I have to speed up. Do not allow anyone to pollute you and cause you to lose your faith in the Lord, Because there are people who will do that for their own personal reason. Own personal reason. Own personal reason. But you will not know 1 Timothy chapter 1 verse 19 to 20. 1 Timothy chapter 1 verse 19 to 20. Holding fast and a good conscience, which some having put away concerning faith, have made shipwreck of themselves. Holding fast, please, please. Holding faith and a good conscience. These are the two things you need as a church good conscience good conscience holding faith in good conscience your faith will only prosper in good conscience good conscience your motive in your actions as a church member must be driven on the wheels of faith and good conscience some used to have faith and good conscience and then they put it away and they made shipwreck of their faith. You can lose your belief in God in the twinkle of an eye if you lose sight of faith and good conscience. Give him a mighty clap offering in the house. <laughs> Verse 20. He said, Of whom is Hymenos and Alexander whom I have delivered unto Satan that they may learn not to blaspheme. Hey! Don't which which I have delivered. Your pastor has power. <laughs> you can your 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 pastor can give you to the devil to torture you. Paul is talking. I have he, you don't know how powerful your shepherd is. You see, you will be fighting battles, and you ne- God won't touch it. Because the legalized authority. You have become, he said, of whom is Hymenos and Alexander the compassmate, whom I have delivered unto Satan. Satan, call, 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 take Alexander, beat him, worry him, scatter. That they may learn not to blaspheme. That is a bitter lesson. I said, hey, Satan, come, come for him. He's disturbing me. He's counter-crossing me. to so take him. And mafia, him. it will not happen to you. I said it will not happen to you. Have a good mind towards your church and the pastor. Have a good mind. Don't have a bad mind. Don't have a saboteur's mind. Don't have a saboteur's mind in your department. Don't don't be the reason why there is tension in your department. You are Alexander the Copper Smith. He will deliver you to Satan. And God will fancy. God will approve it. Yeah. Don't do harm to the church. And don't do harm to the pastor and leaders. Alexander the Copper Smith became toxic to the system. He was toxic. His presence was, was killing something. So, Pastor Paul would be preaching effectively, doing the ministry effectively, but the presence of Alexander the Coppersmith was neutralizing the work of the ministry. We don't need people like that. We don't need Alexander the Smith. In our ministries, you should not become one. Tell somebody, don't become an Alex in this church. Give the Lord a mighty clap of number six. Because of time, I'm just members who patronize their pastors' ministry, members who patronize their pastors' ministry, members who patronize their pastor's ministry. How well do you patronize your pastor's ministry? You don't want members that you, you, you follow them and realize they are following another church. Then, then go to that church. It's that simple. You are following another pastor. Good. Great. Follow him. You make sure you are in his church. That is proper following. Amen. Yeah. Assuming you've, you have a child and then you go to your child's room and he has pictures of somebody's father Blade. <laughs> somebody's mother <laughs> why are you smiling it's not it's not nice uh-huh. but you do it to your pastors You think oh, it's the same kingdom no there is an order there is you need you have to be identified in the realms of the spirit who feeds you, who is responsible for you, who preaches to you, who is teaching you the word, who prays for you. Is order when there is disorder, the enemy has free course. So pastors need people who patronize their ministries. So you have the disciples of Jesus. The disciples of John the Baptist, the sons of the prophets who were under Elijah, the sons of the prophet Jeremiah too had a, a, a school of prophets, Isaiah had a school of prophets. Is the same kingdom, but the structure is different. We are all from God, but we all have different surnames. Eh? Stephen, what's your surname? Ousu. Uh, what's your surname? Eh? Mate, what's your surname? Mensa. Swan, but don't you have the image of God? Yeah. <laughs> Different surnames, but the same God. The structure, God intentionally made it like that. Romans chapter 16, verse 1 to 2. Romans 16, verse 1 to 2. I commend unto you, Phoebe, our sister, which is a service. You see, sisters, I want to see your fervency in the church. I don't want you to be normal judgment. No, 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 no. The greatest, the biggest church in the world today, Young Chose Church, was grown by women. Shepherds were women. Praise and worship were women prayer meetings where uh, women leaders of the women were over 70% in the church. They were the people that grew the church. And this is a sister that Paul was commending. And this sister is not a lightweight. It's a heavyweight. Witch is a servant of the church which is, in, which is at Sankra verse 2. That ye he receive her in the Lord has become a saint and that ye assist her in whatsoever business she has need of you for she has been a succour. give me another version quickly NLT He said, welcome her in the Lord as one who is worthy of honor among God's people, help her in whatever she needs for she has been helpful to many and especially to me especially. To patronize is to treat in a way that is apparently kind to an individual. You you have to patronize. You have to enjoy the ministry of your pastor. We pastors need members who enjoy their messages. Yes. We don't want uh, pastors Members who don't enjoy the message. No. No, 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 no. Patronize. For Paul to use the word patronize for Phoebe, it means that Phoebe was not a mere person in society. She was, she was a big woman. That's the word, as we say. She was big in the society. She was influential. She had Influence, but she submitted herself under the leadership of Paul. You don't want people who will come and give you money and instruct you. No, me, I'll throw your money back to you. (laughs) Yeah, that is your pastor. I'll throw it back to you. You can't give me money and tell me that go and use it for this. Then you go and use it for it. Mm. Yeah. Like that woman who gave us 10,000 was going to instruct me to do. I said, No, 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 no. If even you have something in mind, come and discuss with the pastor that, oh, this and this and this and this I want to do. Is there a structure that accommodates this type of money? You don't, you don't just give 10,000. We've seen money, we've seen money. 10,000. Phoebe was influential, she had money, she had power but Paul was commending her that you didn't use your money to intimidate me she was saying "No, this one she has helped me use your, if God begins to open doors for you, use those doors to help your pastor and the ministry I thought you were clapping use it he said She has been helpful to many. Use the doors to help people get jobs, help people opportunities, open doors for people in the church, and help the pastor's ministry. But not to use your. your, Do you know who I am? Do you know who I am? We don't want to know who you are. (laughs) We don't want to know who you are. Do you know who I am? Do you know? We don't want to know who you are. We don't care. Phoebe was using her power, her influence, her money to push the ministry of Paul. One of the things you should do rather if you start getting money is to give to the Lord. Sir. Because if you don't discharge it, it will corrupt you. Yeah. You see that when you start getting money, then your taste will change. <laughs> you, you, you start saying that is when I take uh, <laughs> that is when I when I use towels for Malcolm I eat <laughs> that is when I drink uh, this normal distilled uh, filtered water I I, I I I have to now. I order the one from England, the one with the white. It's not your fault, when <laughs> You know, nowadays when I sit in Trotro, the scent of people, I have hyper reactions. You know, when you start getting money, your everything about you begin to change. Before, you're like, you're you be buying things. You go, nowadays when I put on the Somalia wig, you know, my head has been aching me. I want a light tower. You know, when I saw him the first, one, then I got that, that, that example. I want a lighter one, like your own. Light. That one is not heavy. You know, the Somalia one is too heavy. <laughs> it, is, it, is, it is too heavy. It's not your fault. <laughs> now, there's, you know, the, 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 the China phones, they say some radiations. Why oh, you didn't have money? You gave testimony of that phone <laughs> now nah, I'm I'm going for iPhone you know iPhone it doesn't uh, the radiation it's not your fault when you scar you know where the the children go to school you know there are too many and the security It's not your fault. you want to take them to place where. <laughs> in dollars dollars if, if they pay this and you know they are very conscious of that you are lying you've got their money. So when God begins to make you influential and opening doors for you and making you great and you are hitting your target as bank managers as workers and they are increasing your salary and all that you must use it to help the church to grow give the Lord a mighty clap of Pastors do not need people who will intimidate them with their money and influence. No, no, no. We don't need them. We don't need such. If you are great, you humble yourself to serve and earn a share in the kingdom and in the ministry of your pastor. Hallelujah. I, I, I went to... I, I, I heard a story about a church where there was a woman there, I mean, woman or man I don't even know, she's she, the richest person there and one day she came to the pastor and said oh, we want to buy something for the church and I think the pastor was not ready at that time to look at that area so when the pastor was ready that now the church needs this and went to the person the person said, the time I was ready to give the money, you didn't come That is not a Phoebe. That is somebody who wants to flound himself in the church. Paul would not recommend such a person because time now opens By the time she, she came back one day, they've done everything. Yes. When you start getting money, we don't care. Because the money doesn't come to our pocket. But it becomes a snare on you when you begin to build your confidence. On what you begin to get. You are being trapped. You are being taken away. But you don't know. I have seen people when they start getting money. Then they start having some attitude. Look. Not every poor man is humble. They are proud. Money that they don't have. When they start getting money. (laughs) When they start getting money. then they start getting money start getting money their languages begin to change yeah they first they will go for camp and be in rooms with people but now say so, so, I want my privacy I mean no we need very humble very supporting church members helping you be a helper like when I see you I'll be happy uh, today when I came I was not singing I was like to where is that where is how are we going to sing song by the time I, I stepped out and I asked them I, I saw that Say, uh-huh we can I can sing my worship song and feel anointed he has helped me to feel anointed to preach to you <clears throat> we, we don't need people who just I mean you go to some churches and damn gurus are there the pastor can't preach he can't say it because the guru is chopping the girls. He can't talk. But if he talks, the title come. So when he's preaching, you know you have to do everything. And the Lord will bless you. And the way the person has teamed them looking at him. That's not Phoebe. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Proverbs eighteen twelve before distraction the heart of man is haughty and before honor is humility if you want to be a woman and a man of honor walk in humility number 7 type of church members we need are church couples who stand with their pastor in the ministry church couples church couples couples in the church Romans sixteen three to 4 Romans 16, 3 to 4. Quickly, let's move fast. Romans 16, 3 to 4. Romans 16, 3 to 4. Great Priscilla and Aquila, my helpers in Christ Jesus. That's a couple. Four, please. Who have for my life laid down their necks, their own necks, unto whom not only I give thanks, but also all the churches of the Gentiles. Pastors don't want to see you on fire, and then when you marry, you lose your fire. It's very pathetic. A single man, a single woman, on fire. When the person marries, he rather backslides. He rather lose fire. That is not the type of church members that pastors need build the church. Then they will not officiate any wedding again because if we marry you, rather you backslide. Ah, no. We must see, you see, you must you like this church, all those who are married, you are the first fruit of the church in marriage life. People are watching what will become of you. People are watching. So we need couples who it is It's nice now the church is looking nice because Ufaha, this person and the child, this person and the wife this one, it's, it's, it's nice but you should not marry and desert the ministry it breaks the heart of the pastor it weakens the church because assuming you are playing a strong role and you marry then all of a sudden you have left the work, who should do it? Who should do it. I started this church when I was not married. When I finished married, I'm still here. I could have gone to Germany, I could have gone to Ireland, I could have gone to Canada to study. Yes. I could have studied plenty things. And just the church is not for me. Is it for me? <laughs> but I can tell on authority that but for my presence in this church some of you will not be at your spiritual level where you are now. So when you get married, don't be married out. Oh, My faithfulness to the Lord has spoken. Eh, So we that we are not married. God has not. It's not true. (laughs) It's not true. Aquila and Priscilla were the first they were first century Christian missionaries couples in the New Testament church. They they, they risked their lives. They risked their lives for the ministry of Paul and the church. They risked their they put church life in their marital life. I told somebody today, you take church life out of your life, you become very carnal. You become very worldly. Because the church has a way of holding you accountable. If you marry, if you marry, those of you who are not yet married, marry a man who will not take you out of God's presence. Marry a man who will push you to church. Marry a woman who will pull you to church. Don't marry a man or a woman who is like a desika. Your marital life is not as important to God as the kingdom. No. You your marriage will be blessed in the kingdom. It is it's, it's, it's kingdom blessings that advances our lives. Don't marry to backslide married to be edified. I thought you would clap. I'm a, I'm a young husband. I'm a young couple. I want to grow at 85. And I see you two at 81. We are all working to come to church. How are you? How are your grandchildren? When is your grandchild married? So okay, we're going to church together. You know, it's a blessing. 70 years, great. And you go, Pastor, you know, uh, like Eddie will come. Pastor, you know, uh, Esther, uh, uh, Esther wants to marry. And I say, yeah, that's, that's good. That's good. We will marry them. <laughs> you have to be a couple that hold the ministry you must have a testimony when you go to heaven you say oh this is the woman this is the couple I saw a picture of I saw a picture of a woman who gave her house for the first meeting of the apostolic church it is a blessing blessing couples who have kingdom mind Christian couples are different from unbelieving couples The life Christian couples should live, the way your fridge should look like, it must not look like an unbelieving couple. (laughs) There are two different things. Marriage has the tendency to make you very selfish and forget about the work of. Because the burden of marriage can pull you, it can distract you. If you marry a man who is complex, troublesome, uh, like hey, uh, challenge there are shocks in marriage. Shocks, you need to get shock absorbers. <laughs> because there are shocks to shock you. <laughs> but the shock is a Titanic one. Hmm shock you (laughs) No, no 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 but that should not keep you away from kingdom work I know people who devoted all their life their time to please their husbands it didn't work the force that makes your marriage work is a deep love for God in the marriage. In the marriage. We need Aquila and Priestless in church. Loving your wife doesn't mean that you should hate church. The Bible didn't say love your wife and leave the church. <laughs> Loving your husband doesn't mean that you should hate the church. Pastors use Couples who have helped the church as great examples to upcoming couples. Don't become a couple that we don't know where you are, we don't know where you are going, we don't know where you stand, whether you are part of the church today, we don't know what. No, 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 no. Be a couple. Aquila and Priscilla, they risk their lives for the ministry. Second Kings chapter 2 verse 8 to 11. When a woman told the husband to give accommodation to the prophet, he agreed. Don't be the husband and he say, me, I wish you give money to. No, 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 no. What are you talking about? You alone, you've seen that he's holy. Me, I have not seen. We will not read because of time. The woman told the husband, she pressed on the husband, it's time to give this man an accommodation. And he said, yes, sir. No fight. Hey, you are taking your tithe to that church again. Don't you know when we got married? We have to plan. Nobody said don't plan your finances. But you were Christians before you became couples. Don't you clap. When you marry, you are not above those who have not married. You are still a Christian. You were paying your tithe. You were giving offerings. You were sowing seeds. such marriages get blessed when they did that for the prophet the need in the family was met they didn't have a child and the need was released when you open up your marriage to the ministry and the church blessings follow you in that marriage we need aquila and Priscilla. In the house of the Lord. Somebody celebrate God with a good clap. Christian couples in churches must support and respect their pastors. Don't be that bad. You are lying on your bed and you are insulting the pastor. Now, Now, No, 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 no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Be an aquila and prisoner who supports the ministry. Because of time number 8. Members who remain faithful through the years. Faithful through the years. They will remain faithful through the years. Isaiah chapter 1 verse 21 to 23. Quickly. Isaiah chapter 1 verse 21 to 23. How is the faithful city become an harlot? Have you seen that scripture? I never saw it till this morning. How is the faithful city become an hallowed. How is it that that faithful brother has become a gallivanting Christian? What happened? We need faithful. He was full of judgment. He was full of righteousness. Lodge in it, but now a murderer. Eee! It shouldn't be your testimonial. Yeah. That faithful city has become a harlot. That faithful sister Has become a harlot. That faithful brother has become a harlot. Verse 22 Thy silver is become dross, thy wine mixed with water. Thy princes are rebellious and companions of thieves, and everyone loveth gifts and followeth after rewards. They judge not. So you see, when you become A harlot, you love rebellious, you love company of thieves, you love material things, you love rewards. All of this, all of a sudden, a faithful church member has become a harlot. Neither does the cause of the widow come unto them. Verse 24. He said, Therefore, say the Lord God, the Almighty God, I I will ease me of my. Oh my God. May the Lord have mercy upon us. In the name of Jesus. As a church member, you must remain faithful. You must remain faithful. Pastors need faithful church members, not prostituting members. Not prostituting members. Members, you don't know where they belong. Yeah, we don't know where they belong. Pastors don't need such people. A pastor should be able to say this is a church member and it must be known that this is a church member. Not just on paper but in function. No church will grow when it is filled with church harlots. No church will grow when it is filled with church harlots. Can you imagine if every week ICGC gave you a new pastor? That is what you do. That's what you are doing, and you are saying, "Hey, <laughs> that is what you are doing. You are church halloting." So this Sunday you come, <laughs> Pastor uh, Stephanos Okoroko. So I'm come to preach to you. I'm Pastor Stephanos Okoroko. <laughs> the next week you come, uh, Eric Agogbogbo. They are like the next week. You come, you come a hey, me li. <laughs> what is happening? There is a problem. When you are church haroting, there's a problem. There's a big problem. You have become you have moved from a faithful city to becoming what? and harlot. No man will be happy with a prostituting wife. No. Oh. No man, no. No man. That is why when you, you you marry to one person on your wedding day, you don't pay ten men for one woman. You finish one vow, you move to the next person. No. They give you to one man. Go and stay with this man. <laughs> no, have you gone for a wedding where they carried one woman and gave to 10 people. <laughs> so they finished the first one. Yes, uh, Grace, you, do you take Daniel as your, you say, oh yes, I'll take, okay, move to the next person. Do you take James as your, no, <laughs> no, It's not that. How is it that a faithful city has become an harlot? He was filled with judgment. He was filled with righteousness. But now, he has become part of the mattress. Pastors don't need harlots. Husbands don't need harloting wives. Are you here? The church cannot grow with harlots. They can't grow. You can't. There is no way. That's why they do Appointments. Managing director, four years. President, four. You don't, know, you don't, know, one year no, we are doing less, you know. The, the nation can never progress. Even the four years is not enough. Yeah, we need ten years. Somebody come ten years. There's a national agenda. We are developing this, these kilometers length of roads. We are developing technology to this level. Ten years. Put the system in place. You need time. That you see, when um, Alex Ferguson stayed in Man U for a long, the problem is that there was no proper succession planning. The longer you stay in one place, the more you can evaluate your progress. Yeah, that's why wives who stay together with husband for a long time, even their voice becomes the same, even their face becomes. You are like ah. Pastor, you and Pastor, you people, you are relatives. You are not relatives. I am (laughs) young Jesus. (laughs) You must. (laughs) I don't know why people disturb us like that. And you people, you are. You look alike, and so we are husbands and wives. (laughs) Therefore, don't be a halting church member. It will not be nice for you. This Sunday, I'm preaching here. The next day I'm preaching there. The next Sunday I'm preaching here. You can't grow. You can't grow. You must take heed not to become what Isaiah is saying in Isaiah 21 verse 21. A faithful church member is there for the church and the pastor. Yes. When I went for that engagement, if I didn't go in Yes. No pastor shoulder. up. Muslims were there. So they would ask, him, when you became a Christian, nobody even came here. You see, if you have stayed with us. But now they said, no, I was there. And I took charge. I preached. I did vows. Excellent. They were happy. The lady was happy. She was excited. You must be consistent. It's a blessing to be consistent. And ladies, when you are going to marry, look for a consistent man. Look for a consistent man. Look for a a faithful man who can find. Look for a consistent man. I will not give my biological daughter To a Christian who has not stayed in church, one church for a long time. No. Ten years, you change five churches. You are not faithful. You will change my daughter. (laughs) Yeah. You will change my daughter. If, like, my daughter is here eh, and you don't come to church one month, two months, three weeks. And he's come to tell me that he's going to marry, (laughs) because it will reflect in the marriage, and she will suffer. A faithful man, who can find? We need faithful church members. Faithful. I don't have everything as a human being, but one thing I know I have is faithfulness. I can stick on. Yeah. You 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 have to learn how to stick my email eh, my email. I created it when I was in GSS1. I can't change it. Sometimes I'll even spell somebody's name wrong on the phone. Maybe instead of th- like Thomas, instead of T, I did it X. I won't change it. Your um, um uh, your uh, mother's name. Instead of anti, it is A-U-N-R-Y. I know it's wrong, but I've never changed it. Because that is what I'm used to. You must be faithful, loyal, loyal, faithful, consistent. That is how a church can be built. Loyal, faithful, committed, rain or shine. Because the pastor is committed to you. The church is committed. When you die, we'll bury you. If you want to marry, we'll marry for you. When you are being named, we'll name you. When you are dedicating yourself, you remember me to hope, we will come and do that. When you are sick and you can't come to church, we will come. I've gone to people's homes who have not been able to come to church. Diagnosed with wild sicknesses. Go there, give them communion. Their parents will see us and they will thank us. What type of church is this? If you are not committed to your church, you will not give it time. You won't give it resources. You won't give him your money. You will not pray for the church. Big churches became big churches because there were people who were committed. Your child should marry in this church. Your grandchild, that is commitment, faithfulness, consistency. That is what builds. it becomes a great challenge when you are fighting to be consistent then your, if you sit down quietly and assess your Christian life, you see that there is a problem any unfaithful man has a challenge with his relationship with God because God is faithful, that is his nature hallelujah, praise God, praise God because of time now you look at, look at one of the inconsistent people in the Bible. Colossians chapter 4, verse 14. Colossians chapter 4, verse 14. Now, look at one brother there. He said, look, the beloved physician. So doctors also follow Jesus. Doctors. And Demas greet you. So at this time, Paul and Luke and Demas, they were some brother like, they were doing the ministry together at this time. Follow what I'm going to show you. So, Luke was a disciple of Paul. Demas was also a fellow worker with Paul. Hallelujah. Note Colossians chapter 4 verse 14. Now, look at the next verse. Philemon chapter 1 verse 24. Philemon chapter 1 verse 24. Philemon chapter 1 verse 24. 24. Quick, 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 please. Oh, it's not there. Hey, Marcus, Aristarchus, Demas, Lucas, my fellow laborers. So you see Demas there again. So now let's see this verse that I'm talking about. He changed the equation. He was not consistent. Second Timothy chapter 4 verse 10, quickly. 2 Timothy chapter 4 verse 10. For Demas has forsaken me, having loved this present world, and is departed unto Thessalonica, Christians, to Galatia. These are people who left Paul. He was mentioning their names in his dying days. Demas. No pastor should mention your name like this. Over. You know, pastors are human beings. We are not super. Me, I'm not a superman. If you do something I get you, I will blast you. Nice in a professional, spiritual, fatherly way to restore you. Yeah, I eat. I don't eat pork. So I'm a human being. I sleep. When I'm tired, I'm tired. <laughs> this evening, give me 10 minutes. I want to end the sermon. When I went to shower and I was coming then my wife said, "Ah, yesterday night, what did you come and do? I said, what did I do? "Ah, I was sitting down. She was sitting down at 12, whether praying or something. I just came, I kissed the head. I said, "Ah, Are you okay? Are you fine? And I I said, Me, I did that. I'm tired. I don't don't remember anything. Pastors are not superman. When you cut me, blood will come. When you beat me, I'll say, Ajay. We all went to work. I went to work. I came and I'm standing here. You like money, I like money. Hmm. If you get one million dollars, you'll be happy. If I get one million dollars, I will be happy. If you make me happy, I'll be happy. If you annoy me, I'll be angry. So Paul was saying, Demas has forsaken me, having love in the world. Time is, is, is far spent. Pastors don't need murdering church members. A nation full of mendress cannot go far. Number nine, pastors need sons of consolation. Sons of consolation. Sounds of encouragement. When on Saturday, was it? Yesterday was Monday. So Monday, okay, I still have five minutes. Hey, time is gone. Monday, one, one of the church members sent me a message. So pastor, how do you manage your emotions? Because it's like we all, when we have problems, we, we just throw it on you. How, how don't you have problems? As I said I'm not a superman. No. My problem is plenty. If I tell you some, you can't sleep. Yes. If I tell you some, you can't sleep. Plenty, plenty problems. My father's lands, my past father's farms. I've not been able to receive one, all of them. Some people are plenty fights throne is waiting for me to go and sit on. (laughs) Plenty! Then he said, hey, pastor, then you are going through a lot. I said, but those burdens are on Christ, so if he doesn't carry it, he said he'll carry. That is the mind we have. He said, well, then, every day when you finish preaching, I will encourage you. See, I, will, I will appreciate that. We want people who will encourage us, not people who let us feel like we are not doing anything. We don't need people like that. <laughs> they are not doing anything. They are not excited. When they come, they choir quiet singing. They are not excited when you are preaching. Oh, it's not. But bring somebody, guest preacher, them to be singing. Oh, you are fake. We don't want you. They are fake. (laughs) They are fake. The pastor has not said anything different from what I've been saying. Right on. You are fake. You are fake. You are fake. fake. You are not a son of encouragement. You are not a son of encouragement. You want people. I mean, um, just yesterday, so many testimonies. All this I'm saying, they are testimonies, but we don't blow them, because sometimes it's, it's like a, a member, their child was admitted at the hospital. Just yesterday, I can show you the picture. He was there. He so said he had put like nine or ten times in the night, and they, they took it. the child was very weak, so they were scared. Because at that stage, the child is dehydrated. The eyes should be signed like that. Or call, no, no. Or pastor, pastor. No, she didn't call. He was up. Pastor, I don't mention it. He said, we have rushed him to Accra Medical Center. Also. And I said, where is it? He said, pastor, he's very critical. I said, what's wrong? He said, he's dehydrated. They put two drips on him. I said, don't worry, the drip there is the blood of Jesus. He is healed in the name of Jesus. He shouted Amen. By three hours time, he sends me a picture. The child is up eating. This morning, he sends me a message. Pastor, thank you. Maybe my prayer didn't do anything. Maybe it's the antibiotic that they put in. But you see, he is encouraging me to know that I'm called. To believe that, hey, the prayer I pray, that to him is the prayer I pray. But me too, as a medical person, I'm suspecting that it's the answer. <laughs> but he will let you, you will feel that you are called. And you feel encouraged. So the next time you are going to pray, you say, ah, the last time I tried, the thing worked. But some of you. Nothing. You are getting promotions at work. You alone. You are quite yet chopping the money. Uh. <laughs> you are getting, you are meeting your target. You are, you are seeing progress in your life. You don't want anybody to know that you are doing like you now, you and your relationship with God. Ah, uh. chia, it's not your relationship. <laughs> you are deceiving yourself. If Moses' hand comes down, you see that your effort down there is not enough. You have no idea. A, a colleague told me about the husband at work promotion was coming and the people were st- it was political. They don't want to give it to you. She sneaked and came to tell me, "Suffer." So I beg you, every day when I dream, I see you. You are a very powerful guy. I think this is the problem. I want you to pray that this position. His first salary will be pushed into your ministry. I said, hey, say it again. <laughs> that one replay. Say that one. I said, because of that one, it is done. As I'm speaking to you now, two months ago, the man assumed that office. <laughs> that same lady, I gave her a prophecy that you're going to have a child she conceived and the child then the, the pregnancy gospel. she called me and said you said I'm going to have a child I said I'm going to give birth to, not that I'll conceive it <laughs> he said and you see at that time I have tied the tubes but I got pregnant But why did it get what? man of God your prophecy must come to pass Who? he's telling you something he's encouraging you he's telling you no you are anointed we need signs of encouragement. People who grow, you grow up and be doing things in the church. You were nothing. You were not doing anything. You are so consistent. How can we look at you and be encouraged? Do we, we don't want to look at you and be discouraged. No. The work of a pastor. Pastors are not God, but you just have to experience that for one month. And you, Olivia, maybe you have to pastor this church for one month. Yeah, I'll just leave. I'll go to Dubai for two months. And I'll just be following events. And your life, I'll be watching. Oh, preach on. That's powerful. You alone know what is happening to you behind the pulpit. <laughs> be a, a, a son of consolation. Amen. Nothing burdens a pastor than the burdens and the needs of the church members. Nothing burdens us. We need members who will serve as sons of encouragement. What type of son are you? Let your actions and attitudes serve as encouragement. The last one because of time, let me just members who receive pastors and their messages. So you see, you have to become one of these. So you should be careful which pastor you have received. As many as received him, John 1, 12. To them he gave them power. So reception brings power. If you don't receive Jesus Christ in his hometown, you won't see miracles. Some people don't receive pastors. They don't even So when you are doing your event, you don't even plan for your pastor. He comes and stands there, and then, then somebody must now get up for him to sit down. You have just dishonored him. The, your people must know that, no, you are, you, are, you are a church member, you have a pastor, you, have, you honor your pastor they just put no 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 no. you must receive him you must receive his corrections receive his rebukes because you must not see your pastor just like a leader no I'm not just a leader I'm giving to you as a shepherd when the sheep is going in, in front of my house there are some shepherds that pass by and most times when I get home the people are not at home so I park outside so I watch them you see the shepherd following the sheep sometimes it will hit them because they are going off when they hit, they have a center of gravity when it goes off they can be there, they can move and they can die sheep you must receive your pastor not just as a leader your pastor is not your CEO the church is not a building, the church is a home With the father. It's a household. So if you don't receive, we cannot, you cannot be held accountable. You just misbehave and you think that you are on your own, but you have missed it. You have just missed it. You have just missed it. You have just missed it. it. And it's just a matter of time. The accumulated effect will show. And there are some characters when you corrupt it's difficult to rebuild them again. There are some characters when you pick up, it's difficult to let go. It's better to be under control than to go out of control. Rise up on your feet, everybody. Uh, uh, If you don't call me to pray for you, you won't get the job. No, that's not the type of pastor I'm talking about. If I don't pray for you, you need the prayers, but you don't need the pastor who is always controlling your prayer life. Hey, if um, before you step out, call me. Lehm. No, no, no. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about you having an instructor in your life. Somebody who can instruct you. Somebody who can talk to you. Somebody who, when you are going off. Ga- your, your wife can come and tell, and I will re- 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 rebuke you. And you go home and say, eh, some more thing, you've got to. No, no, no. I want you to lift your right hand, put your other hand on your heart and talk to God that Lord, make me into an effective church member. I may not be like that now. I may not have that quality. But Lord, as you have spoken, your word can work on me. Pray for two minutes. Pray for two minutes. palagada. When others gave up on Elijah, Elisha was still following. He came back with something. Pray to God. Pray to God. That you be patient. You be patient. Pray to God. Father, we thank you for this word. We thank you for... Giving us wisdom and instructions. We pray that Lord you will take us to our next level in our walk with you. Let the gift you've given to us be to our benefit. Let us continue to look like you. Let us continue to grow to look like you. In the name of Jesus. As we follow, let us look like you. As we follow, let us look like you. In Jesus' precious name, amen.